Hello, and welcome to the most forward-thinking and enlightening podcast in the world. Conscious Rebel, with Talent Barney. Proceed with caution and detail, for your personal transformation and soul are at risk. Thank you, and enjoy. Welcome to Conscious Rebel, episode 65. This is Talon. Welcome. It is Friday, um, and it is Storytelling Friday, where I try to intertwine some stories um, into this wonderful episode because stories are really how our mind thinks, and stories are powerful, and stories are how we transport certain principles and beliefs and values and actions. So today I'm actually going to share with you three short stories um, that are some of my favorite stories that I've heard over my life um, that really resonate and that teach certain principles and values. Uh, The main themes of these are going to be thinking outside the box, a story on belief, and a story on staying true to the self and not selling out. So let's dive right into these stories. Here we go. This one's called the Elephant Rope. A gentleman was walking through an elephant camp, and he spotted that the elephants weren't being kept in cages or held by the use of chains. All that was holding them back from escaping the camp was a small piece of rope tied to one of their legs. As the man gazed upon the elephants, he was completely confused as to why the elephants didn't just use their strength to break the rope and escape the camp. They could easily have done so, but instead, they didn't try to at all. Curious and wanting to know the answer, he asked a trainer nearby why the elephants were just standing there and never tried to escape. The trainer replied, When they are very young and much smaller, we use the same size rope to tie them, and, at that age, it's enough to hold them. As they grow up, they are conditioned to believe they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them, so they never even try to break free. The only reason that the elephants weren't breaking free and escaping from the camp was that over time they adopted the belief that it just wasn't possible. Moral of the story, no matter how much the world tries to hold you back, always continue with the belief that what you want to achieve is possible. Believing you can become successful is the most important step in actually achieving it. We've talked a lot about belief throughout uh, the two seasons of Conscious Rebel. That's one of... um, probably the foundational core concepts that I teach here uh, because belief is everything. Beliefs dictate your destiny, you create what you believe, and beliefs shape the lens through which you see the world. So this, that story I love so much because it helps to illustrate how how much we actually fall victim to that scenario of where we, we grow up without questioning things and questioning certain limitations that hold us down and, and we get into this rut without believing that we can achieve what we want to achieve. So don't be the pink elephant. Or the, I don't know why I said pink elephant. I guess it's a pink elephant. Story number two. This one has to do with thinking outside of the box. In a small Italian town hundreds of years ago, a small business owner owed a large sum of money to a loan shark. The loan shark was a very old, unattractive-looking guy that just so happened to fancy the business owner's daughter. He decided to offer the businessman a deal that would completely wipe out the debt he owed him. 
However, the catch was that we would only wipe out the debt if he could marry the businessman's daughter. Needless to say, this proposal was met with a look of disgust. The loan shark said that he would place two pebbles into a bag, one white and one black. The daughter would then have to reach into the bag and pick out a pebble. If it was black, the debt would be wiped, but the loan shark would then marry her. If it was white, the debt would also be wiped, but the daughter wouldn't have to marry the loan shark. Standing on a pebble-strewn path in the businessman's garden, the loan shark bent over and picked up two pebbles. While he was picking them up, the daughter noticed that he'd picked up two black pebbles and placed them both into the bag. He then asked the daughter to reach into the bag and pick one. Now, the daughter naturally had three choices as to what she could have done. One, either refuse to pick a pebble from the bag. Two, take both pebbles out of the bag and expose the loan shark for cheating. Or three, pick a pebble from the bag fully well knowing it was black and sacrifice herself for her father's freedom. She drew out a pebble from the bag, and before looking at it, she accidentally dropped it in the midst of the other pebbles. She said to the loan shark, Oh, how clumsy of me, never mind. If you look into the bag for the one that is left, you will be able to tell which pebble I picked. The pebble left in the bag is obviously black, and seeing as the loan shark didn't want to be exposed, he had to play along as if the pebble the daughter dropped was white and clear her father's debt. Moral of the story, it's always possible to overcome a tough situation through out-of-the-box thinking and, and not just giving in to the only options that you think you have to pick from. It actually reminds me of a book by Alex Benayan, I think his last name is. It's called The Third Door. And he talks about how there is always, always, always a third door. And this is in relation to when he used to be a club promoter. There was always a back door through which he could go through to enter into the club for free. And he says for everything in life, there is always a third door. There's always another option. No is never the answer. I love this story because it illustrates really well how to creatively think outside of the box and pull literally from the ethers other options and possibilities that aren't present that aren't presented um, succinctly before you and quite as clearly as we see them. Um, and going back to the first story with beliefs, it's this is part of the reason why we don't tend to think outside of the box. I mean, we've been conditioned to stay within the box, which is essentially the rope on the elephant. We grew up being taught to be in the box. We grew up um, sticking to rules and regulations and, and things that we need to follow, behave in a certain way, think in a certain way. So the, by the time you become an adult, really you can break free and shatter that box, but you think you're still held within it, just like the elephant with the rope. So moral of that story is there was always other options. Last but not least... This story is about really staying true to yourself and not selling out. This is a parable, actually, that I pulled from the book of, um, oh my goodness, I just forgot the name of it. It's by Khalil, uh, Khalil Gabreed, uh, the prophet, something like that. I don't, I don't know how I can't remember that. But anyway, this is a beautiful parable from that book. It's called The King and the Poison Well. There was once a wise king who ruled over a vast kingdom. He was feared for his might and loved for his wisdom. Now, in the heart of the city, there was a well with pure and crystalline waters from which the king and all the inhabitants drank. When all were asleep, 
One night, three witches entered the city and poured seven drops of a strange liquid into the well. They said that henceforth all who drink this water shall become mad. The next day, all the people drank of the water, save the king. And the people began to say, The king is mad, and he has lost his reason. Look how strangely he behaves. We cannot be ruled by a madman, so he must be dethroned. The king grew very fearful, for his subjects were preparing to rise against him. He had a difficult choice. Risk being destroyed by his beloved subjects, or drink from the poison well and become mad like them. So that evening he ordered a golden goblet to be filled from the well, and he drank deeply. The next day there was great rejoicing among the people, for their beloved king had finally regained his reason. The first time I heard that story, it resonated with me super well, because I actually feel like that is so realistic we see that all the time we and it starts from a young age in in childhood of of not being accepted in different groups of standing out of being different of not really fitting in but dude we see this all the time of people who sell their souls and sell themselves short just to fit in you know i i see people all the time compromising who they really are compromising their natural self their gifts their skills their reason i see people compromising what they want they compromise their dreams they compromise relationships all because other people are talking about them all because other people think they're crazy um i remember a period of my life uh where for so long i had so many people who were calling me crazy and who thought i was who literally thought I was crazy, even parents of like good friends that I had that was really difficult to hear because I was proceeding down a path that was a huge risk that didn't seem to really have a payout and I wasn't following the the typical, you could say, cog in a machine path that everybody felt you needed to follow to be safe and to live a great life. Um, and I, I can remember how much Uh, criticism I got from that for simply just living my life differently and looking back I'm so glad I didn't sell myself short and I'm so glad I stuck to that and the irony of it is the same people that called me crazy are now the ones that praise me the same people that told me I had lost it and that I was going to fail and fall flat on my face are now the same people that all of a sudden greet me with a smile and and congratulate me and tell me they knew I was always going to make it that's the irony of it and so don't ever there there never is any benefit to selling out your ego always lets you down and there is zero short-term or long-term benefit to compromising stay true to yourself stay true to who you really are be unapologetically yourself and don't try to fit in you don't want to fit in you want to be different Because again, the opposite of fitting in is belonging. And that's what you really want. You want belonging to your real tribe who actually accepts you for who you are. And when you stay true to yourself, you attract people towards you that are similar like-minded, that have the same type of mind as you, that have the same type of dedication and ambition as you. So hold out. Don't sell yourself short. I'll end with a quote by George Bernard Shaw. And it says, The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man.
your goal this weekend, this coming week, this next coming month is to be unreasonable. Think of as many crazy, unreasonable things that you can, that you've wanted to do, of how you've wanted to be, different things you want to move forward with, and do that. Do not be reasonable. And I get told this every day that I need to be more reasonable, that I need to not have such audacious thoughts or, or goals or, or plans. And it's horrible advice. Do not be reasonable. Be unreasonable because I promise you, all progress in the world, every single needle that has been moved forward, all great innovation in the world, space exploration, all great um, discovery throughout our land, it has all been done by people who were unreasonable, who were told that it couldn't be done. And now that it has been done, it's now possible and we call that normal. So be unreasonable, be bold, be audacious, think outside of the box, break your chains and be free and believe in yourself. And I promise you, you will have a much happier and fulfilling life. Have a great weekend, guys. Ciao.